In this presentation, we will discuss an introduction to IRA's individual retirement accounts. This information can be found in publication 590A. Introduction. This publication discusses contributions to individual retirement accounts, IRAs. An IRA is a personal savings plan that gives you tax advantages for setting aside money for retirement. For information about distributions from an IRA, you can see publication 590B. So in other words, we talk about the contributions to an IRA and then the distributions to an IRA. There's going to be three components that we can think of in terms of an IRA. The point in time that we put the money into an IRA, some type of savings account and or some type of investment type of account usually that's under the umbrella of an IRA, an individual retirement account. Then we have the earnings that hopefully increase at the point in time that it's in the IRA as we wait to get to the point where we want the distribution at the point of some type of retirement age type of distribution. So we have the point that we're going to put it in. Usually we consider it at that point in time when we're working. We're working, we're generating revenue, we have money, we want to put that into a savings account for retirement, we want a tax benefit, and that's the only reason that we're going to put it into an IRA, an IRA account, because we could put it into similar types of investments just anywhere we could put it into a savings account we could put it in stocks and bonds and just write on the on our uh, statement that hey this is for retirement don't touch this this is for retirement why don't we do that why do we have to put it into a similar same kind of account but under the umbrella of an ira account because we get that tax deduction at the point in time that we put it into an ira account why would the IRS give us that tax deduction not because it's just in a normal kind of account that's going to save for retirement but also because it's restricted so we're restricting our money more than just by putting it into an investment. We're restricting it by saying we're not going to take it out. And if we do take it out, the government's going to penalize us, tax us on it. And so we're restricting our money. The only reason we would restrict our money in that way is because we, get, we don't have to pay taxes. We get a tax benefit when we put it in typically and on the earnings. So that means when we put it in, we're pretty much locked in to it being in the IRA now. We got to put it in the IRA. We have that point in time. That's where we're going to concentrate on because that's when the tax savings happen for a traditional type of IRA. Then the it's going to increase hopefully in value. Hopefully the stocks, bonds, whatever we invested in increases in value. That information is usually tax-free, meaning we don't normally have to report it. We don't normally get a 1099 saying, hey, this is an IRA, you have to report your IRA uh, interest, dividends, capital gains, whatnot. Uh, you don't usually have that because you don't have to report those capital gains normally. What you do instead is get the income at the end in the distribution. So that's the third point in time, the distribution. And that's a whole nother kind of topic in terms of the distribution. The, the short answer is that you typically have distributions uh, and they'll be taxable at the point of distribution. But there's also topics in terms of when do you have to pull out a distribution, when are you forced to give a distribution, uh, and, and all the topics in terms of at the point in time of retirement when you're taking the money out. What we're concentrating on here is going to be the putting the money in, getting the tax deduction up front, saying what the tax benefits are now, having some recognition of what the restrictions are that we're taking on in order to get that tax benefit. Back to the text. What are some tax advantages of an IRA? Two tax advantages of an IRA are 
Contributions you make to an IRA may be fully or partially deductible depending on which type of IRA you have and on your circumstances. And generally, amounts in your IRA include earnings and gains aren't taxed until distributed. In some, ca in some cases, amounts aren't taxed at all if distributed according to the rules. So those are going to be the major benefits. Why are we doing this? Well, one, when we do it, we're going to get this deduction that we saw in our example, possibly, depending on the circumstances and the type of IRA. But that's going to be one of the major benefits we get. Even if we're in a circumstance where we don't get that benefit, we still may have the situation where the money that we put in, and remember, that means that we put this money into some type of savings account, usually some types of stocks and bonds or savings type of account, that will accumulate revenue we're not going to get this money back we can't take it out tomorrow and then go on vacation with it it's stuck in there we have to have extra money that we can put in somewhere and just leave it there and that's going to be the point if we take it out we might be penalized however the, when we leave it in there up to the retirement age it should grow in value and the interest and dividends that we would typically get and have to report as income we still get but don't typically have to report in income However, we can't take them out. We got to leave them in there until we actually distribute this, this money from the IRA at the end of the time period. So those are the two benefits we get. We get this deduction up front and we also get the fact that with the deductions or the benefit we don't see as much. And that is that this should hopefully grow in value. If we put this money in, you know, at, at 35 and we, and we take it out, you know, 30 years later, then it should have grown, hopefully. And, and we wouldn't have reported any of that income at the growing part because we wouldn't have got it. And we might not recognize that second benefit because we might not get a 1099 for it. We, or we don't recognize the fact that we didn't get a 1099 for it as much. So we, it's very visible that we got a deduction. That's a visible benefit. The less visible benefit is the growth in it, not typically being taxable at uh, until distribution. So remember, both of these items aren't really things where we're not going to be taxed at all this income will be taxed it's more of a deferral but it's a long deferral because it could be you know until you pull out the money for retirement type of deferral so that could be a long period of time and a deferral is usually good because of the time value of money what's in this publication this publication discusses contributions in traditional and roth iras it explains the rules for setting up an ira contributing to an IRA, transferring money or property to and from an IRA, and taking a credit for contributions to an IRA. It also explains the penalties and additional taxes that apply when the rules aren't followed. To assist you in complying with the tax rules for an IRA, this publication contains worksheets and sample forms, which can be found throughout the publication and in appendixes at the back of the publication. How to use this publication? The rules that must follow depend on which type of IRA you have. So we're considering the two types of IRAs typically being the traditional IRA. So when you hear someone just say IRA, they usually mean a traditional type of IRA. If someone doesn't mean a traditional type of IRA, they usually name it as a Roth IRA. And that's going to be the more unusual type of IRA. We'll talk about the uh, pros and cons, the differences between the two, the tax benefits uh, between the two, and when you might choose one versus the other.